Welcome to the Melodramatic Podcast. So the audio might sound a little bit different this week because I'm recording off of my AirPods instead of my mic. But this week, we have a very special guest. We have King Kai on the show. How are you doing, Kai? I'm doing great, Aldo. Thanks for asking. Really excited. Oh, yeah. I think we're all excited. So Kai is a star football player and uh, even more of a star musician. Uh, yeah. You want to um, you want to talk about your music, guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's uh, funny. I have a song. Uh, it dropped in May of 2023, and it's the title is uh, $1 McDonald's Iced Tea. Great title. It's, uh, it's a great title. Uh, it's actually funny um, that um, all of the like, music I've done has been like in the past year, like 2023. So it's a big end to uh, 2023. And you've been doing a lot of the producing side on the music, right? No, I actually mainly do the like uh, lyrics. Oh, the lyrics. So you're more in the songwriting end. Yeah, and then I, I occasionally add some, like, say, like, I want part of a song to be, like, a different type of, like, instrument or, like, a different mood to it. I'll tell them to uh, change it. But um, the main person I work with is uh, – the artist's name is Rose with an exclamation point at the end. He does most of the producing, and it's it's actually really good. We have a bunch of unreleased uh, music. Wait, and you guys have an album coming out later this year, right? Yes, we were hoping to have it out a couple of weeks ago, but they just get delayed, and we're high school students, so, you know. Yeah, and you guys produce at the high school, right? Yes, so um, me and Rose, um, we're both band kids, yeah, I know, typical band kids, uh, but we just, there's we have a recording room in our band area, and we've, like, transformed that room and, like, made it a proper, like, recording area so we can, like, like a studio room. So that's where we make our music. Yeah, a lot of innovation. I was able to drop by there a couple of times when Rose was in there. But you guys are doing some really cool stuff in there. Well, what inspired you to, like, go out and make music from the schools? So it's, it's actually really funny. Um, I was – I didn't really go to band too much because I'm not really, like, a typical band kid where I go and, like, make instruments and practicing music my – like center of character. So I just like went by in band and I didn't really focus on it. And I started to stop doing some of the assignments and like quizzes and stuff. Cause I just didn't care too much for it. So I needed extra credit. So, and the, um, my teacher, I'll keep anonymous. He great teacher. <laughs> he, he's super, um, like uh, he loves music and mm-hmm. He'll take anything musically and you can get a good grade. So he's like, yeah, I guess you could make a couple of songs or something like that. I'll give you some extra credit points. So really what kicked off my music career is trying to get a good grade in my band class. Yeah, I think that's a pretty unique story for how you started, just trying to get a good grade. Do you want to dox the teacher? We should dox him. Yeah, you dox him. Okay, I'm actually not going to. That would be that would be pretty mess. <laughs> yeah, but so, he, he's a great teacher. But and he's um, allowed me to keep making more music. Um, we, it's almost gone to a point where like he gets annoyed at us for going in there doing music rather than just participating in band. So sometimes he just locks us out completely. 
playing. But it's understandable because it's a band class, not a music like recording class. Yeah, that's totally fair. So what's your favorite part of the songwriting process? Definitely writing the lyrics and just like listening to what everyone like. It's me and uh, Rose in there most of the time, but then we have like occasional people in there ditching class, which is funny. <laughs> but it's it's sometimes annoying, but it's funny because like they judge us and we change lyrics a bunch. And yeah. Yeah, kind of that peer review system works pretty well. So what do you think like makes a good lyric? On it, so we don't really have like stories in our songs. Was I lots of great songs have? There's not like a storyline behind it, like reasonings for it. But even the title "One Dollar McDonald's Iced Tea," there's a great story behind it. And there's like you can dissect like every single lyric, and I can think of like how we came up with that one, and remember like the laughs that we were having about the lyric. So it's just like really, really great memories every time I listen to the song. You know, that's actually a great explanation. Like, what do you think of lyrics? You go to like, it'll be just like a pretty basic lyric. And then you go to like genius lyrics and it will have like a paragraph about what that lyric means. Yeah. yeah. Even just the simple stuff can be great sometimes. Do you want to share the story behind the title $1 McDonald's Ice Tea with us? Yes, it's actually it's actually hilarious. So we were writing a chorus, and then we were, we were kind of stuck because this was our first song we like ever worked on. Even though we have a bunch of songs that like are coming out at different times, even though we made them like more recently, um, it was our first one. So we're like scrambling to make lyrics that don't make any sense. So we're like, um, one one thing that constantly comes up in our song is like driving in a Benz. There's we none of us have a Mercedes Benz whatsoever. <laughs> And it's just, it's just funny. It's just like a little Easter egg in there. But $1 McDonald's iced tea is a word that's used once every chorus. And so we were on the computer that we used to like write down lyrics in a Google Docs while we have the uh, producing thing up, the app. Um, and there was an ad for $1 McDonald's iced tea in like a little box on a website. And I was like, it's the $1 McDonald's iced tea. Let's hop in the bends and make it spicy. And it was <laughs> the most random lyric ever. Like we laughed about it for a good two days and we just kept it there thinking like, it'll just fill the space, like be a placeholder. But then we just kept it in and it was great. You know, I think that's how most like amazing songs are. It'll just be like something really like normal and then they'll make something great out of it. Yeah. And I don't even think McDonald's iced tea is only $1. So I, 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 Dude, I know like, after tax. I know, right? It must be like the two ounce iced tea at this point. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never had McDonald's iced tea before. I've never had iced tea at all, actually. So it's actually, it's crazy. So, what's like the biggest challenge of making music for you? The biggest like, talent that I have. Yeah. Um, I'd say, um, definitely since I only write the like most of the lyrics, I think that. Like, bringing, like, comedy to it and the connecting things, like, different words, like, syllables can lead into, like, the next line that I'm doing. I'm really great at, like, you know, and then, like, having, like, metaphors and, like, hidden meanings and stuff that really don't really mean anything to anyone else. Yeah, those rhetorical devices. Yeah, rhetorical devices. Everything, everything centered around school with our music. 
<laughs> so my last question for you about your music is, will there ever be a time where King Kai goes solo? You know what? Um, there has, there is a couple of unproduced songs that um, I've worked on and then they're going to be my own single because on my Spotify account, there's nothing listed right there. I'm a feature in two of Rose's songs, but even though we work together, we have a, our album is actually called Rose X King Kai, but I will be having some singles for dropping with just King Kai that might be a part of the album, might not. So I'm looking forward to uh, doing music in the future, especially now that I have less classes at the high school. I can just pop into the recording room, the, st- the studio room, and just like make some bangers, work by myself. And I don't think that I will pursue it as much after high school because there's lots of stuff going on that I plan on doing. Yeah, for sure. You guys watch out for King Kai's music. This might be the only King Kai music we get. You heard it right here. Go enjoy it while it's there. I will link it in the show notes to King Kai and Rose. Go check them out. And if you guys can hear like a rooster, uh, he keeps crowing. It's my bad. I'm outside. You might even be able to hear there's an airplane ride over my house right now. Not the best place to record, but uh, I think we're going to move on to the next section now. And we are going to talk about high school football. All right. All right. So I think we'll talk about high school football and band all in one because they're kind of both school related. So I'd like to just start out with asking you how long you've been playing football. Uh, I've been playing football since my freshman year of high school. Right now I'm a senior. So it's really short compared to some people, but at least at least I started playing. I, I've never played like Little League or anything like that. And I always wanted to. Straight to the big leagues. That's what we yes, like sir. to see. So I just like to start off by asking you, what is your go-to warm-up song? What song are you listening to in the locker room? Okay, so um, uh, I got AirPods my freshman year, which was sick because I remember that. And then I always brought my AirPods with me. I listened to um, one song that sticks out is All of the Lights by Kanye West, which is sick because uh, that was like one of my first like warm-up songs I listened to because – in our locker room at high school, um, there's lots of like just loud songs that just sound all sound pretty much the same that the uh, that some players would just play on a super loud speaker. So it's like really nice to have AirPods and just listen to like my own type of music. I think like especially like hype hype up music like All of the Lights and like lots of other Kanye songs um, got me fired up for the games I was about to play. W. That's a great answer, honestly. I think there's like a lot of like really generic warm-up songs you could have picked, and you picked a good one. So my next question for you is, what's it like having the marching band like as a player on the field? So like you're playing, your team scores a touchdown, and then they come in with the music. Does like what's that like? It's sick. So in the games, uh, every time we score a touchdown, the band chooses like play a certain like well-known song rather than like some classical music of some sort and it's like it's always fun because um one time my sophomore year I was playing defensive line I'm I'm an offensive lineman now but I played some defensive line I got my very first sack and um my favorite song to play in the band when we're doing pet band stuff for football games because I still have to practice with them 
like in band, but I don't have to play during the games because I'm obviously on the field. One of the my favorite songs that they always played was Buckeye Swag, which is like the Ohio song, but like they changed it <laughs> to Snow Canyon. But like, it's just so sick because I got that sack and they played that song because I told them to every time I like my name gets announced. So sure, yeah. if there's any Gen Alpha listening to this podcast, they're about to dog on you. <laughs> okay, really quick. What's your opinion on Gen Alpha? I don't even know what that is, being completely honest. Is that like, <laughs> what age is that? Oh my gosh, that's like uh, 2012 and on. So that's like 12-year-olds and down. Oh, well, they can go listen to the their, what's it called? the That one annoying song. Skibbity? Yes, yes. <laughs> go listen to that. I don't, yeah, even want, I, I don't even want to say the name on my podcast. Yeah, I don't want to say, you know what, let's move on. But like, yeah, if I we're going to move on. We're going to pretend future, that never happened. We're going to be, we're going to be hearing that in the, band student section and stuff like oh, that. Oh no. They're gonna like yeah. play that. Imagine scoring a touchdown and then having that. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be wild. No, I, there's oh, it's there's like the there's some kids in band that they just they play this one annoying song. I can't even remember the song, but I just remember not liking it and it's just Is it baby annoying. Shark? No, that one's I don't think they're smart enough to know that song. Just kidding. <laughs> Shout out all band kids. I love you guys. All right, um, so my next question is kind of about band too. Like, so on top of just like being on the field scoring, having them play, what's it like having the band perform while you're not there, even though you're like a part of the band? I mean, you're there, you're on the field, but like, you know, not performing with them? Oh, it's it's definitely a relief to me because I if I went to a football game, which I've like, we go to basketball games because I'm not on the basketball team, but the band still has to play with them. I, I don't I don't go and play with the band. I, I love being a part of the, our high school student section and just hyping up the team with, like, my own voice rather than an instrument because I feel like it's a lot more hype and you're part of the energy more. But, like, it's a relief not <laughs> being in the pet band when I'm on the football field. All right. that That's definitely a real one. Like, I was in band, like, in intermediate school and the very first year of middle school, and then I quit because, you know – wasn't really vibing with the band kids and I just didn't want to have to not be in the student section. Oh, were you in my, I was like Were you in my band class? I was. That that's where I think that's where we met. It was like Dude, I, was I in, can't even remember how I it was like you. your freshman year and it was my I was still in middle school. Oh, oh that makes so much more sense. Yeah, yeah and then I quit right me. after that. Yep. Still play saxophone, just not in the band anymore. Yeah, I always wanted to so, play saxophone stuck on the bass clarinet right now i mean the bass clarinet that's a good one but that was actually gonna be my next question like looking at music how do you feel that like your view on music is different since you play an instrument oh i think since i play an instrument i'm able to i'm able to like realize like what parts of music like in the background of like mainstream music i'm able to point out like the bass the alto and the tenor and like stuff like that and, like, figure out what instruments are being used. Like, instead of just – I don't know how to explain it. You can, like, hear all the tiny instruments used in the no, background. I know exactly music. what you're talking about. It's like you got yeah, a spider yeah. sense. Yeah, and it's just sick. Like, I, I'm able to, like, figure out, like, what tiny little instrument I used to, like, enjoy. Like, what part of the song, like, what beat I enjoy more than others. And, like, yeah, that's why I'll I like be, the song. I'll be listening to a song. And I'll be listening to it with like somebody. It'll just be like the most basic. I want to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Do you hear that right there? Do you hear that in the background? And they're like, no. And then I'll have to like 
kind of explain what it sounds like and they'll be like yeah, yeah i hear it and i'll be like yeah that part's fire that's on that there's like sometimes you'll notice in a song that like the background is better than the actual song yes yes all the time that's what i like about kanye music kanye oh my gosh music. that's the thing is it's you know here's the thing say what you will about him my least favorite thing about kanye is that he's a genius because i'd yes. love to just hate on him all the time but you listen to his music and you're like this guy's got something else going on i know i just i wish he could like speak in song because yeah then you would say <laughs> exactly <laughs> dang yeah, but how yeah, many that's... instruments do you play me so i play five so I play, I play guitar, bass, piano, saxophone, and then technically I play the clarinet, but I haven't played the clarinet in years. I just know how to play it. So really, I think I'd say more like four. Yeah, I I just I used to play the clarinet then bass clarinet, but it's like practically the same thing, so I can do both. That's it. Yeah, I think it's a great skill to have to play an instrument. Like even if you just play piano or something. Yeah, dude, it's I wish still I like a piano. great skill to have. Well, here's the thing. I suck at piano. So I took like one semester of piano class and now I'm like, yeah, I play the piano, but I can play like, <laughs> I can play like beginner piano stuff. Like the hardest song I can play is like Simplify Claire de Lune. Actually, no, the hardest song I can play is Moon River, but I only know like four songs and then I know like a bunch of scales. That's like all I know. Yeah. I, I listen to my, my little brother's the only one that plays piano in our family and I just like I'm constantly asking him to play like certain songs that I like because I'm like, yeah, I wish I could learn that and play it by myself, but like I can't. So here you learn it. Yeah, I feel like to say you play an instrument, you have to at least like have performed on that instrument. I think it's like the one thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you know when like there's that one person that takes like a week of Duolingo and they're like, now I speak Chinese. Like <laughs> you never want to be that guy with an instrument. Uh, you know I do speak Chinese, right? Yeah, I know you. You're actually good at it, right? Um, I'm fluent. I passed our advanced placement test, and there's only like 15 kids that did that in our school. But wow, congratulations! Yeah, you're good at it then. Yeah, I guess I'm all right. But there's some geniuses at our school, though. Yeah, no, I, I'm kind of surprised for the area that our school was in that 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 many kids take Chinese. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think we're good to move on to our next section where you are going to bring up some of your own points of business let's call them so a few days ago i was listening to somewhere over the rainbow and i was like i think this might be the best song ever written so i told kai about it and i was like hey do you think you could find out what you think the best song ever written is and talk about it on the podcast and he went a step further and he found out what chat gpt thinks the best song ever written was and kai yes. what did you find out so apparently AI, I, um, I guess it doesn't have any feelings and like can't tell anything about like music. They don't have any preference over anything, which is kind of annoying. But, you know, I, I did some backup questions, like centered around it. And I was like, you know what, if AI were able to listen to music, what do you think the best music would be like if you were able to? Dude, and you can trick it, AI into anything, honestly. I know, especially ChatGPT. It's, it's so easy, but like. They they try so hard to just, just be a normal AI. But they said there isn't a um, definitive best song in the world as musical preferences vary, which I agree. But they said, however, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen is often considered a classic and highly praised. Hmm. Let's dissect this. I, I figured like, I figured if I were ChatGPT, I'd be like, 
is handles Messiah or something. That seems like a chat GPT yeah. answer. But Bohemian Rhapsody actually seems like it seems like you wouldn't get in trouble for saying that. Like you know what I mean? It seems yeah. like a safe bet. A safe bet. But I searched up like on Google like what is the best song in the world? And it was like saying like the most streamed songs and like the most live. Bro, isn't songs. the most streamed song like Despacito or something? I think I think it's uh, Blinding Lights or, or something it? like that. Oh, it's Blinding like, Lights. Okay, that sounds right. That sounds. And right. then like That's a right. bunch of but like Bohemian Rhapsody is not like anywhere up there on like most streamed, most like approved songs. So this is like yeah, but Bohemian own, definitely. Own I think it has over a billion streams on Spotify though, but it's still oh, really? not like on the top. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. And then I, I continued asking her. I was like, if you could choose any song out of all the best songs in the world, what would you ch- as ChatGPT choose? And they said, if I were to choose a song, it would be Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Oh, my gosh. No way. Did they act? Did they actually say that? Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a screenshot right They picked right here. the Forbidden Riff. There's no way they picked the Forbidden Riff. <laughs> this, is the, this is genuinely one of the funniest things I've heard all year. I know, yeah. GBT's favorite song is the Forbidden Riff. We need to get rid of AI. This is proof. <laughs> we need to this get is proof. <laughs> no, that's literally the Forbidden Riff. I can't believe that. Yeah. So, uh, AI AI has a thing for Led Zeppelin. That is so funny. I think that one is a bit more controversial than saying it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people... Here's the thing. I feel like Bohemian Rhapsody is kind of a basic answer, but it's also like you would see why somebody would say it. Yeah, you can like someone can back up their reasoning with like Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, like, oh, I like this yeah, for part. sure. But yeah, look. Well, one thing that's cool about Bohemian Rhapsody is like everybody knows it. So I mm-hmm. was at a Green Day concert in Dodger Stadium, and like before Green Day comes out, they have like a, a three. They play like so. They play like three songs. And it's always, let's see, it's Blitzkrieg Bop, I Love Rock and Roll, and I don't remember what the other one is, but they play those three songs and then Green Day comes out. But what had happened is they were like running late or something. So all the lights went out after that before they were supposed to come on and they needed to like buy time. So they played Bohemian Rhapsody and everybody in the entire stadium was singing along. It was like, it sounded so big because it was like thousands of people singing the same song at the same time. And at that moment, I'd be like, okay, maybe this is the best song of all time. Like, you have, like, this many people who just, it's just so beloved by everybody that they know all the words. How long ago was this? This was, this was 2021. This was after COVID. Yeah, this was after COVID. But that being said, I still don't think Bohemian Rhapsody is the best song ever. Yeah. That Um, might be controversial. Over over the Rainbow is the best song ever i think it's the best song ever written you know i i can agree i think it is one of the best like set of vocals ever like and then just like the the simpleness of it and like there's no need for complex stuff and it's just no, portrayed it's just, in a really great way i i think when you if we were to explain like imagine aliens landed on earth and they yeah. were to say explain to us music in like one song or like explain to us humans you'd show, you'd show them over song. the rainbow I would, yeah, that's the song I'd show them. Like, genuinely, I think it's such a great song. Like, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's a great not, song too. It's not like it's one of my favorite songs, even, but I just can't deny how great it is. No, I completely agree. Um, wait, uh, so when was the first time you heard this song? 
Oh, I must. I had to have been a kid. Like, it was probably on YouTube because that video like pops up everywhere on YouTube. The music video for yeah. this. I get. Okay, you know, I guarantee yeah. you, my dad showed it to me. He he had to have because he loves that song. So I guarantee you, he showed it to me at some point on YouTube when now, I was like very little. I know songs that like when you're little, like. I just adore them so much. Like looking back and like the nostalgia, like songs you yeah one hundred percent knowing, and like after not hearing them for years, it just like brings you back. So, yeah, it's just. Do you know? The, um, do you know the story behind the song? I don't, but like I know like a bunch of like of uh, like hidden meanings and stuff. But yeah, share the share the meaning. Like I mean, share the story. So oh wait, so I I'm not as familiar with the hidden meanings and stuff. But basically, uh, Israel, one the guy who recorded the song, yeah one, yeah. uh one night he was like he was like in his room. I don't remember if he was sleeping or not, but it was really late at night. And he he got the idea for the song. He I don't remember if it was a dream or if it just came to him, but he got the idea for the song and he called up uh he called up like three different record places and was like, Hey, I need to record right now. And it was the last place that he called that was like, Okay, I can send somebody over, you can record right now. And he recorded the song right then and there. And that was a story, like, just inspiration struck. And he was like, I got to record it right, right now. That's actually sick. Um, yeah. Um, that I remember hearing that when I was, like, I think I was 9 or 10. It was in elementary school. Um, I think I was at an assembly or something like that. And, like, uh, you know the choirs that um, they have? Oh, yeah. Elementary schools. Were you ever a part of choir? No, I was never in choir. Actually, out of my whole class, in fourth and fifth grade, I was the only, I was one of two kids who wasn't in choir. There were two of us. And the whole class would go to choir, and it would just be like us two sitting there. Huh. So, yeah, I heard it. I heard the choir singing it. And I was like, oh, I recognize this song because my dad, he's, um, I'm actually, I'm Polynesian, so it's great that you brought this up. And I, I have lots of, like, reggae songs I remember when I was little that I don't know the name of. And, like, now I do, but this was one of, like, the songs that my dad played that I just, like, remember. Yeah, there, there's just something so, like, I, I don't want to use the word magical because that's kind of cliche, but there's just something about this song. Yeah, and it just, it's, it's like, almost, like, heavenly, like, like bigger yes, than, like, like, the world. Yes, that's, like, a perfect word. Yeah. Well, I'm. You know what? That's kind of like what the song is about, kind of. Yeah. Like now, now realizing this, um, I I understand like best song ever written. Like I was thinking like oh like the the best song like for like dancing, best song for like listening to and. That's for you. Could like mood. go more specific. But like I honestly I I agree with you now. Like songs like that, yeah. Yeah. There's just that's the thing. Like AI, they couldn't understand. <laughs> what if AI does have feelings and they're just hiding oh, from us no. and this is this is how they're coming out of their show and they're starting to like figure us out okay you want to know something very interesting so they did a test with um, AI and they were training I, I heard this on the, the Trevor Noah podcast by the way so I, I oh. didn't come up with this I heard this on the podcast basically they were training AI to recognize the difference between men and women and they were training it. And then they took it to Africa and they took it to, I think it was Kenya. They took it to, and when they got there, they started saying everybody was male over there. 
And so the, the scientists, they opened up the AI, they were like asking it questions <laughs> and the AI, it started lying to them. It started like making excuses that was like, oh no, no, this is clearly a man because this, this, and this, when that like wasn't the case. And so they learned two things about the AI is that the AI will lie and make excuses to make itself seem correct, which is just so interesting that that's one of the, the AI wants to be right. So it will lie to make itself right. And then the second thing they found out was that the reason it was saying that everybody was male is because before that, the AI had only been trained in North America and Europe. And the only way it differentiated male from female was because females wore makeup. That was the only thing that the AI recognized oh. as being different. So once they took it somewhere where that like wasn't like the cultural norm, it couldn't tell yeah. the difference anymore. So AI is just whack like that. Like, yeah, it's really interesting when you think like, well, does it actually think or what does it do? Yeah, I see. I see AI popping up everywhere. Like even on Instagram, I'm on a group chat and like all of a sudden you can ask AI to like say stuff like it just pops up out of nowhere. But like, I, even on I'm on Spotify. I I'm looking for a song like that I want to listen to. I type in the lyrics, and then there's an AI cover of that song, and I listen to that to figure <laughs> out like what's the real song. Have you heard any like of the AI cover songs? Um, I have heard a few. I like you, haven't you... heard. I haven't listened to any of them all the way through. They just like pop up. It'll yeah, be like, have... oh, this one's Plankton. This one's Yoshi. <laughs> the ones like I that? see all the time. I Yoshi's voice is actually okay. But, like, there's Toad ones that pop up all over the place. I'm like, what is it with Toad? He doesn't sound good, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. You oh, know, I'd just... want, like, an AI cover by Kronk. Imagine that. It would be, like, From a that... deep voice, like, a deep rich. groove. Yeah. That might be oh, a that... good AI cover. I, there, there might be one out there. I, I should look is. for one. If there's not one, I should try to make one. Uh, yeah. So, do you hear, like, um... One thing about like my music is in order to make money, which we can do because it's on Spotify and like a bunch of stuff, you have to have like more than like a thousand views. And it, it's like, yeah, that's how it is for my podcast too. It's, you have it's to have how more they, than a thousand views. Yeah. So to make money. So like they did it because of all the like AI music that is coming out with like generic stuff, but like they can mass produce as, men, um, as much music as possible, which um, one thing I did try doing once when I was making music was I tried like asking chat GPT for lyrics and it was terrible. Like I'd never, I'd never recommend using chat. GPT. Oh my gosh. They have like the most basic lyrics. I had them write me a song once and it was like, let me tell you a story. That's old. It's about a guy who is very bold in the winter. <laughs> yeah, he gets yeah, yeah. really cold. I was like, what is this? Yeah. I know. Like, um, before our school found out about, yeah, I used it for like essays as like a, like a first draft kind of thing, so I I see how my essay could do, and it I I, I think that was like the biggest mistake I ever did because those were ChatGPT was terrible. I I could have written better. Yeah, honestly, it just goes for like the most basic things. But yeah, apparently they like stay away to heaven. So <laughs> so funny the forbidden riff. I bet you they did that on purpose. They were like, what's the most. What's the song that music people would get mad at me the most for? And it's Stairway to Heaven because it's the Forbidden Riff. It's not allowed. Yeah. Like, do you think we'll ever get our first AI pop star? Do you think that's going to, like, happen at some point? Like, like, an influencing, like, AI? Yeah, like, like, what if there's an AI that writes music? Like, you know, like, like, it comes oh, out that, with an that artist gets name. popular. 
Yeah. yeah, let's say there's an AI that like Ooh. calls themselves like Lil Bot or something, and they like. Dude, I, you think we'll ever get I bet that? Someone's gonna do that. You know, I I definitely think that's something fun that people like. That's a great idea. Like, actually, I, I were... should copyright Lil Bot right now. I should copyright yeah, Lil Bot right now. Fire, <laughs> no, so uh, it's funny because it's funny you bring up Lil Bot because one of my friends who like we're gonna have on one of our songs because we in our songs we just include like random people in our class and like just hanging out in that studio room and is that I was like saying his name should be like Lil Chat GPT because his like <laughs> sounded like it but it was it's hilarious. But no, I definitely think we'll have like a influencing like AI, but I don't think it'll be like a like a I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but like um influencer like everyone will be like, oh yeah, that's a person. I think it'll be more of like an app or like a program that makes music that everyone will know about. It won't go I don't think it'll go too mainstream. But I think it'll definitely happen. You know what? I guarantee you Daft Punk's going to use AI on their next album. That seems like a Daft Punk thing to do. Like yeah, maybe uh, Daft Punk feed Lobot. <laughs> Featuring Lobot. All right. Um, so you had some beef with my best of 2023 list, and I think we're going to get onto that next. Yeah. Okay, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we should be back now. And Kai was just listing out all of his issues with my best of 2023 list. Yeah, so in your one of your previous episodes, I I commented under and I was like, dude, like Drake got completely um, forgotten about. And not even like a little Drake happened in 2023. He dropped an album and like not even a single mention of his name whatsoever. And I think it was a it was a really big year for Drake. You know, he one his album was really good compared to some of his others i think i think is one of the better ones but that's also really controversial it was it was better than certified lover boy yeah and um you know one big thing like drake was trending a lot in 2023 you know all of his zesty stuff and like the (laughs) the memes and stuff yeah from idgaf yeah yes like that was popping off like all of the end of 2023 um Lots of, like, memes, like, saying, like, Drake washes his hands before he gets in the shower and, like, stuff like that. Like, it's, it's just so funny. And it's crazy that um, he wasn't even in there, like, like, even mentioned at all. I feel like it was a big year for Drake. And um, do you listen to him? Um, I listen to songs of Drake. I, I'm not really a Drake album person. I don't just, like, put on any of his albums. But yeah. I listen to songs. Yeah, being completely honest, I I don't I'm not really much of an album guy except for like with a couple of artists. I I listen to radio um lots of times and then I just look for like the top hits like the you know the top 40? Yeah, top 40 like, for sure. Yeah, I listen to that. And I think 2023 like he was on there like quite a bunch. Yeah, he was. He he yeah, he had quite a bit of success in 2023. Yeah. Have you seen his alter ego? I don't think I have. I, I... What, what's his dude. alter ego? It's like his when he's gambling and stuff. It seems like Anita Max Wayne. Oh my god! It, it's it, he says it in like the most zesty voice possible. It's so funny. Like that he, sounds like I a know, very Drake thing to do. He's so accepting the memes. Like it's hilarious. Dude, I, honestly, I think I think he has a really good sense of humor. Like. With, like, old man Drake and stuff like that. 
he's yeah. he's just got a good sense of humor. Yeah, I think it's funny. And then and then in his songs, he's all gangster. Right? He's trying to supposed to be a gangster, which he, I don't know if he is. I don't, I don't really know. Oh, he's so not a gangster. He's like a he's a soft boy. He's not a gangster. <laughs> he's a lover boy. Yeah, certified. He's a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> Okay, well, well, that's, that's okay. gonna be a lyric in one of his songs. He's like, "I'm a lover, not a fighter." One hundred percent, it will be. All right, so Drake was a snub. I'll take that one. I'll take the L. Anything else you got? Yes. Um, one of the most like fresh new songs that you never would have saw coming, popping off. It was Cupid by I think it was Fifty Fifty, right? Yeah, it's Fifty Fifty. Yes, that was one of the better songs of the year, I'd say. And completely unexpected, came from nowhere. It's a one-hit wonder from that. I think okay, I'll tell you where it came from. It came from TikTok, though, right? Yes, it did come from TikTok, but I feel like it's different compared to lots of other TikTok songs because, um, as a person that like uses social media, I usually like see like dances on TikTok or Instagram reels like before like I hear it on the radio, which is like, um, really common for me to like see but cupid was like very different i heard that on the radio and i heard it like being used like in our stadium for football i heard it um on so many other things other than like tiktok and social media yo okay i'll give you that that it like it had reach yeah yeah but um, a lot, a I, lot think, of I think it was reach. you know it's a good song i i'll give you that it, it is a good song i think it's definitely better than super shy that was another oh, yeah. big song in the genre this year. I think Cupid was way better. I just think it was it was a good like, you know, like a spring vibe that was going you on. Know, it's I, got great vibes. Like I just, I remember like there's so much nostalgia with it, and I just think it deserved like because it it did numbers like fast too. It was like one of the most grossing ones. I just. You know, I'm, I, I actually wonder, so there's, there's another podcaster I like, and he's got a YouTube channel, and he does, like, a best and worst list of each year, and I wouldn't be sure, I wonder if Cupid would end up on his top 10, because, like you're saying, like, it puts out those numbers, it put out those numbers really fast, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, it didn't, didn't make my off. list. It's the thing. It definitely didn't fall off, you're right, like, I still hear it, even today. Yeah, even today, in 2024. Uh, like most one thing I don't like about social media, like songs that make the top 40, they, they always make the top 40 on TikTok, and then they're on there for like maybe a week. Some if they're like really consistent, um, they a couple more weeks, but Cupid's been on there for a while. Oh, yeah, like the song yeah. I hear a lot right now is uh, I don't know the name of the song, is that one Merrily We Fall Out of Line? Like, I'm expecting that song to fall off soon, yeah. TikTok? Uh, Here's the thing. I, I have mixed feelings about TikTok for music because sometimes they'll, like, discover, like, a really good song, and then other mm-hmm. times they'll make, like, the stupidest songs ever really popular. Yes, and then they're always one-liners. Yeah, like... so you know what's funny? Um, <clears throat> Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. I, I like that song. That song's alright, but one of the things that happened with that song is that one of his concerts, he was playing that song. He was getting the audience to sing along to, like, I Wish I Knew. And as soon as that part was over, as soon as the part that everybody put in their TikToks was over, everyone was the silent. entire audience. Yeah, everybody was silent. Like that's the what kind of thing that yeah. I think is like the downside of like songs from TikTok. 
and I I don't like especially the artists because they're they're now like they're influencers and they use that song and then they think that they're like the biggest influencers on the planet because they have one song that popped off on TikTok and they're known as a TikTok person and then like they I've seen so many like uh posts and like reels about like people like going in like red carpets and stuff and just being completely unrecognized and they're like why is nobody recognizing me but it's because they're they're tiktokers they're just influencers yeah no 100 percent, i agree with that like i think it's so much harder to like actually blow up now like you can blow up you can get so many views on tiktok but i think it's actually harder to become like a famous musician a famous person yeah like someone yeah, you can become famous but like you're not gonna i think you're not really gonna get like record deals like that you're not gonna be a pop star off of like like I think that's the downside. You could have like millions and millions of listens on your song, and you're still not going to be a pop star, which yes. it, it just sucks. But that's how it is nowadays. But at the same time, yeah. that's like kind of your only hope at this point. Like if you blow up on TikTok, that's really your only hope. Unless you yeah. like, unless you have connections like with record labels, you need to blow up on TikTok before they'll even take you. Yeah, that's exactly what um, I'm thinking. Um, our song that we have, um, our band teacher's like, you know what? If you just get one person, they don't even have to be like super famous. One known person to just like to retweet or like repost your song. That's instant like money. Like, well, you won't be no, making that's one hundred percent true. It can so, pop like, off anywhere. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like, I think that's such a smart strategy. You just get one person to like give your song a shout out or like use it in one of their TikToks. Like, I've seen so many videos of people, like, trying to blow up on TikTok. And they'll, like, hire all of these, like, mid-level TikTokers to, like, play their song. And hope they get views off of it. Like, Danny Gonzalez has to have done that, like, five times by now. Yeah. And it just, it it works sometimes. But, like, in the long run, you're not going to become, like, a, like, your only job's going to be as a musician. Which is, like, obviously the end goal for, like, most of these Exactly. And well, like another thing too is like it used to be you would sign on a record label, and they'd promote they they like promote you. But nowadays, to get on a record label, you have you first off you already have to have promoted yourself. You already have to be famous, and then you have to keep promoting yourself. It's like the only thing the record label does is like actually record your music. Like they don't do anything anymore because of how social media is. Yeah, and like even I run um. Uh, the social media for Rose just because like it's fun and I like there's so many I see so many other influencers like no not influencers products like on Instagram the Subway Surfers Instagram account makes the most out-of-pocket memes and posts it on there to get millions of views to go like and they're like constantly like trending or like stuff like that and you have just have to change the way you market stuff like uh, they're targeting younger audiences and I think that's like the greatest way to do it yeah, you can sell anything to Dan Alva, honestly. <laughs> like, you know, it'd be like funny if you did like a music video and on one half of the screen you have your song and you guys like performing it and on the other half you have subway servers. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be such a funny music video. It's so funny. During a test, I did, I took, oh, you were in my math class last year. But like, oh, yeah, uh, the, we, were. The we teacher, were in the same math class. I, I, was, I had subway surfers on like the bottom of the screen just as a joke while I was doing my assignment. <laughs> and she told me to get off. And I was like, oh, I said YouTube. And she got, she actually got mad at me. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> she was the chillest teacher. That's what's surprising. I know. And like, I don't know. I, I, she liked me. She didn't like have like a, anything against me. But like, I guess she just doesn't like Subway Surfers. 
Oh man, Subway Surfers, man. You should sample the Subway Surfers song. Subway Sur- Dude, hilarious. no, I heard I heard a fire beat with Subway Surfers and it was Dude, like, I heard somebody so put uh, Eminem without me on top of Subway Surfers and it actually goes so hard. Dude, without me on any beat is just great. <laughs> oh man, it's just oh, Subway Surfers is just such an interesting thing. Like it had such a comeback. I know. It's out of nowhere. It's dude. not even like it's not even for the good reason though. Yeah, like, like you know what I mean? Like I I hopped on Subway Surfers because um I don't even remember when, but like it's di- it's not even really that different. It's the exact same game, but like dude, they haven't changed it in ten years. Yeah, and, but it's like still like uh what's it it's a little updated. Like the graphics are a little clearer. Oh yeah, like, they're for going sure. with a little more cartoony. I don't know how we just started talking about Subway Surfers, but <laughs> it's. I just it was like great. Everything is the same. Subway Surfers stay stay the same forever, please. Oh, uh, I think we were talking about Drake. I think that's how they started. Oh yeah, no, we were talking about Cupid. That's what we were. Oh yeah, we were talking about Cupid. Then, that's right. Okay, moving on to the next thing I got completely stubbed was the Taylor's version. Um, okay, here's album, the thing. Dude. Here's I the think thing. it should count as 2023. You think it should count as 2023? So yes. here's the thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't actually listen to it. Okay. Okay, I understand now. Talk, like, wait, 1989, that's the one with uh, Shake It Off, right? I believe so, but if we're wrong, um, we totally know we're wrong because... No, it's, def- it's definitely on. No, it's definitely on there. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, I think it should be considered because, you know, isn't like Taylor Swift the best artist in the entire world, right? Well, whoa, whoa, you're putting me on the spot there. I mean... Yeah, I'm totally look, not trying to you know, who's, who's, anything. Who's to say there's not some artist in the Himalayan mountains that we've never heard of, and he doesn't have internet, you know, he can't really <laughs> just to say there's not somebody out there like that making the best music ever, and it's just fire, you just don't know. Yodeling up in the Himalayan mountains. <laughs> and it's the most heavenly noise you've ever, uh, you you've know ever You're imagined, so right. and we there, just don't know yet. There's no best musician. But, like, obviously she's, like, the best known, right? Um... You know, you're really putting me on the spot here. <laughs> um, actually, I think the best international selling artist of all time is, I think it's Michael Jackson. I might be wrong. But I actually think Michael Jackson is the best, like, global selling artist. Like, the, okay, yeah. That, I, I, can get, I can get behind that. I might be wrong, though. It might not be Michael Jackson. But if he's not number one, he's number two. Yeah, I, I really can't think of any other thing but, like, Cause I don't really listen to music that's like after. I I mean that was before I was born. Like I can't, I can listen to it. I can like it. I just I'm not like a constant listener that like wants to know everything about it. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. Like Michael Jackson's got some great music. I I just don't know any of his like unknown songs. Like I know the the hits. You know, that's true. You don't know. Nobody knows any Michael Jackson deep cuts. I don't even know if there's any deep cuts. Like, you know. Yeah, that's actually a good point. But um, I, I will concede that she's a very popular artist. I would say she's the most influential artist right now. Yeah. Most successful, um, for you sure. Know, speaking of Michael Jackson, if I have a question for you. If um, you could bring back any artist that has passed away... Which artist would it be? You can only choose one. Tupac. Tupac. One hundred percent. Not not just for the not just for the music. I think I think he had some 
interesting things to say. Like, for real, I think we would have kept on with him. He would have, man, he could have done so much, I think. He, he was really influential. Yeah, um, I love Tupac. I, I don't really listen to, like, all of his music. Like, I know there's lots of Tupac fans that are, like, diehard and they're, like, love him and like they know every single song like i see people wearing like two-pack shirts getting hated on because they don't they can't name more than five songs i can't i'm really not Dude, good at that's so songs. that's so valid though people who can't name five songs i see them all the time yeah i i honestly off the top of my head i can't name like one but i know all the, i can like hear the music in my head which i don't want to hum because i can you get copyrighted on this podcast um i'm pretty sure you can't i think i can actually play like whole songs in the podcast if i make my if I make the episode what they call a music and talk show, I can straight up use any song on Spotify in my podcast if I want to. Oh, sick. Uh, yeah. But so, yeah, I, I can just like think of that. I know that he was one of like the greatest, most influential uh, artists of like his era. And there's so much potential that was there. And I know he left a big like impact on the world. Yeah. You know what? Uh, so, I'm not going to change my answer. I still think Tupac, but I think another one would have been Kurt Cobain would have been. Ooh. Ah, you said I can't change my. I don't want. Okay, well, you, you can change your answer, answer, but you can no, I wouldn't choose change, one. I wouldn't change my answer, but I'm going to give a shout out to Kurt Cobain. Again, I, for like a lot of the same reasons as Tupac, but I think a little bit different because with Kurt, I actually would have been a little bit more interested in the music, but. He could uh, he could have gone so many places with Nirvana, yeah. If he would have kept Which, up, and I mean the things he was saying were influential, but I don't think they I don't think they can touch on the kind of things Tupac was on. But yeah, so the music one, definitely could. Which artist do you think like would have like made a bigger impact if they were still here today? Like, do you think they'd still a be bigger, on top like of a like, bigger impact? Music? Oh wait, impact on just music or like impact on the world? I guess both. So I would put Tupac for the world. I would put Kurt on music. I think if he would have had time to keep evolving his sound, like just imagine what yeah, just imagine he'd what have right now. Him, yeah. Because here's the thing: you had you had Tupac. There were like there were other people in like the same genre that evolved in kind of the same way. I imagine he would have. But you have Nirvana, and once Nirvana's gone, there people stopped evolving on the sound. They just started copying. You didn't get any evolution after that. Yeah. Speaking of evolution, actually, no, I don't want. I don't want to go off on that tangent. Uh, but okay. um, what one of the um, artists that I would bring back would definitely like. This is my secured answer, Bob Marley. I was wondering if you'd agree with that. Oh yeah, that would definitely be one to bring back. And you know, the other day we were driving around and Three Birds came on, dude. And- I was oh. like, look, you. I was like, if you find me somebody who actually doesn't like this song, who genuinely does not like this song, then I will give you a hundred dollars because it's impossible. Okay. Like if you don't, like if you don't, if you say you don't like this song, you're capping. Okay, so this like you're this capping. There's no way you're not. Into exactly what I was gonna say. So you know, in the beginning of uh, this session, not this session, this podcast, you were like, yeah, the recording session. Oh, yeah. yeah so. You like you said that was like the best song in the world over Rainbow, and I was gonna list mine. I was saying Three Little Birds" by Bob Marley has all the. Dude, I think Three Little Birds" can be up there. The it can songs. be. I think Three Little Birds" is up there. 
I think it's definitely up there personally, because um, like everyone's like uh, opinion varies. I think this is the best song. You know, I think that's a great choice. Like, like I can't. It's a choice that you like can't argue with. It's just like there. I, there's nothing wrong with it. I've never. Like I can never skip the song when it's on my playlist. Like it's no, this is never. one of the songs that you just can't ever skip. You look forward to it coming on. Like it's very different to other songs that are on my playlist. Like it's like even if I'm making like a a playlist that's like rap because I I make my playlist like varying on the genre, and I just include the song in it just because I want to hear it. You know. <laughs> you know it's funny. I used to do this thing where before I had Spotify Premium. I would just put, like, if there was a song I like more than other songs, I would just put it on my playlist more than once. That way it had, like, a greater chance of getting played in shuffle. Oh, really? You can do that? Yeah. Well, uh, you can't do it anymore, but I used to do that before I had premium. Oh, I'm I'm a new Spotify listener. Like, I used to use, I actually, I used to download music onto my old iPhone. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not too updated, but, um. I used to download music from my iMac, like YouTube it, MP3 it into like a converted. Dude, that that's an OG strat. Like, oh man, I, okay, I'm glad you. I'm glad I found somebody else who used to YouTube MP3 it because I I still do that with like if yeah, I want to no. make a video and I want a sound in it, I don't like look for the sound. I just go to YouTube and then I MP3 it. Yes, so I actually um I do I still do that too um and there's like over like I think there might be like over hundreds of thousands of songs on my computer but it's not just me it's my dad he has like tons and tons of reggae songs and like remixes of the reggae songs that are popular and a bunch of underground reggae uh, tons of stuff on there I, I was scrolling through it and there's so much and there's like so many different hard drives because um did you know i i'm kind of like a dj right yeah i, I i'm familiar with that at least I, I've heard you talk about it before. I've never, like, listened to you, DJ, but I've heard you talk about it. No, yeah, so I pretty much use that computer, hook it up to uh, DJ setup, and then I actually have – my dad got a bunch of, like, we have – I'm sitting right next to a bunch of speakers that I use for it, but, like, we have, like, giant speakers for it and everything, and we DJ at, like, parties, uh, gatherings and stuff, and it's just really great because I'm able to constantly, like – look at the top 40s that are going on and just like put it into my into the computer and just like convert it mp3 you know so i stay on top of the music world and you know here's the thing like it used to be oh if you if you illegally down right because it's it's like not illegal because when you thank goodness (laughs) okay well the thing is is like like is it copyrighted yeah but like as long as you're not publishing it in like a movie you know what i mean yeah, because at this point, the way they count record sales at this point is like every few streams is like one record sale, and so you listen to that. You just gave them one record sale. It's basically like you bought that song. They're not getting paid for it as much because YouTube, Spotify, those places don't pay them well. But as far as like the record sales are concerned, technically speaking, you bought that song. Yeah, and like that—that's just another thing that sucks. Is like. 
like you listen to music on Spotify or YouTube, artists aren't making nearly as much money from those oh, as they yeah, used to definitely. be. And people are like, people are always complaining, why are concerts so expensive? Why are concerts so expensive? Well, it's because nobody's it's buying a CD anymore. People are streaming it on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I no. wonder if that's their main source of income or if it's like from copyright stuff. Like, imagine if you want to use like a song in a movie. Like, imagine you have to pay at least like a million dollars for that. At least. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's why I think that's why so many movies now are like having certain artists. Like, I heard you brought up the Spider Verse movie, they had Metro oh, yeah. just pretty much re- write all of that. I think that probably costed the same as it would to have some like mainstream, like popular songs that are constantly in movie soundtracks. You know, I hadn't even thought about that, but you're probably right. And it probably didn't just save them money. It's like better in the long run when you get a move when you get a song that's just like perfect for your movie, and you pay yeah. less money. Like that's just such a deal, honestly. Yeah, and then you can like personalize the lyrics. Like you can be like, oh, because he's a part of the movie soundtrack now. Like he's got to understand the movie like to certain points. And I th- I think they should have a say in what the artist comes up with. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with that. But I'm I'm not a movie producer part of that so i'm not really sure how that all works <laughs> not yet but were there anything were there any other issues you had with my 2023 list um no i just like to say uh what was your number one it was um I, I, dream. did i have a tie uh, yeah it was a tie i think i had a tie Olivia for number Rodrigo. one but i think teenage dream was the best song not not yes. it was tied for my favorite but it was i think it was the best song that came out in 2023 it's funny listening to your podcast um Olivia Rodrigo comes up a lot. So I was like, okay, let me check out Olivia Rodrigo. And, dude, um, I, I, I kind of like it. I think um, she deserves the hype. But then I, I follow her on Instagram, and she gets so much hate. It's unreal. Oh, yeah, she does. I don't even know what most she of does. it is. But like, well, she's I guess... like beefing with like a lot of people. That's one thing. Oh, she is? She has like rapper-level beef with people. <laughs> no, because I remember. So the first time I ever heard of Olivia Rodrigo was from Driver's License. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Her last album, I'm not big on that one. I didn't really, I wasn't really a fan until this album. Yeah, um, and then so I listened to it, and then I was like, "Oh, who's that?" And then it, it was just constantly there. I remember. Oh, I really want to name drop the math teacher that I had freshman year. Go for it. Oh my gosh. Um, last name's Ray. Oh, yeah, Mr. Ray, the Canadian. Dude, he was playing that in class, driver's license. He was. He was, like, dancing on a desk to it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, that's imprinted in my brain. That dude is crazy, but I love him because he Dude, he one time – so I never had him as a math teacher, but one time he ran into my math class. He'll do your freaking work at all of us and then just left. And my my <laughs> no, teacher was he, just he standing stuff there like, like what that. happened? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I remember – he. I don't think he works um, for the school anymore. Dang, that's unfortunate. But I remember he was always so out of pocket sometimes. Like, he told me he had a dream of me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay then. I don't even remember what the dream was about. And I, he was like, oh, no, I do. It was about you, obviously. <laughs> no, it wasn't just me. It wasn't creepy, I promise. Unless it was, he was, he was protecting me. I, <laughs> but, like, he said he was homeless. And I pulled up in a car and I helped him out, which is – I don't know if that's just that's teachers. Kinda like, that's kind of sweet. Uh, I don't know if his teachers just trying to uh, be better friends with their students or like helping them out. 
but I was a, I feel like I was a pretty good student. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why he'd say that, but yeah, uh, that's my first time like knowing Olivia Rodrigo. And it, so I watched um, that TV show that she was in that like, Oh, I haven't watched that. The high school musical thing. I watched that. I did not know that was her. So every time I hear an Olivia Rodrigo song, I, I think of like another girl singing it. And then when I see her, I just like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I I don't believe that's actually her. Or like that's funny. I don't know. You know, and I think the only reason I talked this much on the podcast is just because that was what I talked about on the episode that Bridget was on. Was that the wait? What episode was that? That was my second episode. I think. Well, I might delete my first episode actually, so maybe it'll be my first episode by the oh. time this comes out. So, but it was the second people, one I released. People who listen to this in the future. He did have a first episode, and you'll never get to hear it now. Maybe. I might keep it up. Who knows? Never mind. Because in my first episode, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a podcast about high school life and stuff, and I'm going to be talking a lot about different issues. And now I just talk about music, so. Yeah, we. I, I like talking about music because um, I have, like, really strong opinions on different stuff, and uh, I just like like listening to music. I think it's one of my favorite hobbies. You know what, like, I think music's just something that people can talk about for so long. It's just such, like, an all-encompassing topic. Yeah. And, um, All right, so, so go for it. I, I have another topic, yeah. So, um, when you were saying best songs in the world, like, ever, before yeah. I, I thought of asking ChatGPT, the, um, the AI, I was like, oh, obviously the best song in the world, it's Three Little Birds with Bob Marley. And I thought that was pretty good to answer. But then I'm like, okay, I need another answer because what if people just don't listen to it? Because I don't know. Reggae is so underrated. Yeah, I, it's so underrated. Um, do you know what um, where your listeners are from? Can you see like the – So I've got – most of my listeners are from the United States. But I've also got some from Canada and the UK so far. Okay, yeah. So um, – not too many, I'd say people in the middle of America where I'm at is like listen to reggae too much, but I, no, I, there are some enough. enjoyers. So I think like I have to have a backup answer in case people are like, who's Bob Marley, which is Dude, crazy. I say. feel like everybody knows who Bob Marley is. I talk to people and they don't know that Bob Marley makes music. Like I'm not oh even kidding. Gosh. I've talked to people who thought Bob Marley like played basketball. I'm not even kidding you. And it, oh man, it makes me so upset when people say stuff like yeah. Um, tying this in the football, um, so we have a um, we have a bunch of plays that we use like hidden, like words to like mean different stuff. So on the offensive line, if I the certain if I, there's like more than five defensive linemen that line up, and we there's only five offensive linemen at all times, we call Bob Marley. We we call Marley because Bob is means big on big, and then so I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's do Marley. Was that that'd be the code because like Bob Marley and some of these kids were like, Who the frick is Bob Marley? Are you serious? I was like, I was a little tick, but like, you know, it's everyone like they listen to music in their own way. Okay, well, I mean, to be fair, the football team there is like 98% white, (laughs) so I know it. it, No, I think me, um, and maybe two other kids, no, there's two Polynesians on the team, two or three. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. No, you're right, and then. There's like, oh, I think there's two Hispanics on the team, and then the rest is white. 
you know, I forgot about, no, I forgot if you definitely in my mind, I was thinking about you and uh, our boy Lynn. Oh, I forgot about him. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, no. So yeah, I'd say there's a, there's less. No, actually 10. it's a, it's a better, it's a better percentage than what I was thinking. Uh, but yeah. still, like not knowing Bob Marley, that's crazy. I know, and then uh, it's just crazy. Like they were like so set on like I, I thinking I was stupid for knowing who that person was. And I was like, okay, God, man, that's so dumb. Like that's the thing is like I feel like there's so many people who like pretend to know Bob Marley and they just don't know his music. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, Bob Marley is cool. That that's what he's famous for. I think I it's think like, his no. most popular song is Three Little Birds." Yeah, I think it is his most popular song. Uh, but, no Woman, No Cry might be. Oh, no, yeah, that one. Three Little Birds is definitely more popular. I think I, but No Woman, No Cry, I hear that in a bunch of movie soundtracks. That's true. So I think I think people, I think there's lots of Bob Marley songs people know that they just don't recognize. They just don't know it's Bob Marley. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I was. Bro, the Bob Marley movie, is that coming out? That's coming out this year, right? Oh. Um, With Kingsley Benadire playing think, Bob Marley? I think so. I think so. It might Dude, be Kingsley Benadire is racking up like like famous roles right now. For real, dude. What, what was that? The, might, that might be a good movie. What was he on? He, he, so so far, so far he's played like Malcolm X, Barack Obama. He played Ken in the Barbie movie, the cool Ken. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. Ken who plays so, the drums instead of the guitar. Love that Ken. Oh yeah, you also you also totally forgot. Um, the Barbie soundtrack. In no, the Barbie soundtrack was not that fire. Oh wait, it was you did okay. bring it up though. It, you know what? I don't like it. I brought up oh, that I, the Barbie like soundtrack's it. probably going to win the Grammy oh, yeah. for best movie soundtrack. I, I, it's going to. I still steal think it. I still think Spider Man should get that. Dude, Spider Verse didn't even get. I don't even think Spider Verse got nominated, which is like such a snub to me. Yeah, I can't even. Like, the one that's probably going to win is going to be like Oppenheimer. Uh, you know what? Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen it, but the soundtrack is probably going to win. You know, I was so hyped for it. I had friends that were like, oh, I can't wait to see Oppenheimer. And then I I heard the reviews and I was like, wait, do I really want to go actually watch this? I didn't watch the Barbie movie either. Just just, just letting you know. I didn't watch oh, it in you didn't? theaters. No. Dang. I've seen the Barbie movie now, though, like months after it released. But I heard the music. I thought it was all right. Not anything that would go like crazy like it did. But it did because, you know. Yeah, it was surprising. I this has been kind of a crazy year for movie soundtracks. Yeah, I think it I finally like kind of like came out of its show, like started something new that I think will twenty twenty four will definitely like lots of people will hop on that trend. Well, yeah, because Spider Verse is there's the next Spider Verse is supposed to come out this year, and I is that this new year? album, dude? It it's, it was come supposed out to be this year, but so it was supposed to come out in March, but then like after the strikes happened, they were like, we're gonna change their release date, and they haven't announced a new one yet. But supposedly they were mostly done. Supposedly, they just needed the actors to finish recording some lines. No, imagine if we had to have like another six-year wait, Bruh, That would be so tragic. I think I think the day that I watched, I told you about it or something like that. I don't know. I was like, because you were like hyping it up. I think to me. Oh, Spider Verse! I probably was. Or like you were posting about it or something. Yeah. No, I. I was like raving about that movie. I watched that movie four times in theaters. Four times. No, I watched it five times. Yeah, I've watched it. I watched it 
once, and then I've watched it a bunch of times on Disney. No, where's it on, on Netflix? Netflix. Yeah, I don't know why it's on Netflix. Also, Netflix is falling off. Just like by the way, just like oh, one hundred percent, Netflix is falling off. But they're supposed to come out with that Avatar TV show next month. Oh, and and if it sucks, then Netflix is done for. Like it's yeah, I'm trying it's to like think the of only thing that can save Netflix. Netflix. Is Stranger Things still on there? Yeah, I are, I don't know if they're finished with it though. Like Ooh. if it's done for, I think like if it's... I think they're having another season. Okay, have you watched Stranger Things? No, I haven't seen Stranger Things. Ah, uh, we won't go into we won't go into that. Okay, is that is that a snub for my twenty twenty three last Stranger Things? Yes, but I just want to ask you one thing about it. All right, we've been having a little bit of technical difficulties once again. But Kai has a question. Yes. So I w- after listening to like all of your like opinions that you had on your 2023 um, best songs and like your tier list, I was wondering in like the future, if you were to hear one song to remind you of 2023, what song out of like any song, it doesn't even have to be in 2023, like I guess, but what song would remind you of that year? Dang, this is, like, actually a tough question. Like, I actually don't think it would be Teenage Dream. I, I don't think it would be Teenage Dream. I mean, it might even be okay. something stupid. It might be, like, Flowers by Miley Cyrus. I oh hate that song. Gosh. But I, I don't want to go with that as my answer, though. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to either. <laughs> dang. Um, Am I Dreaming from Spider-Verse might, might be, like, the 2023 song. Okay, I I get because like it's tied it's tied to the middle of the year. It was the middle of the year, and it was tied to like a movie. Like whenever I watch Across the Spider Verse, I I'll probably think of twenty twenty three. Like, and that song is in the movie. It's in the credits. But let me think, because like I had a few others. Like, this was the year that I got really into Lord. Like I was listening to Pure Heroin like so much this year. I think I'll still go with Am I Dreaming as my song. With maybe I Wonder by Kanye, but I think I'll stick with Am I Dreaming. All right. So my Wi-Fi is struggling a little bit. I'm 2,000 miles away from Guy. So that's probably why. But I'm going to ask you the same question, Kai. When you think of 2023, what what song is going to make you think of this year? Okay, obviously I can just say Cupid because that was one of my personal favorites. I it was in the beginning towards like the middle of the year, like around April, May, when I first heard it and it just like stuck through all of summer, fall, even hearing it now in the next year. I think that song is a safe answer for me. Just like rem- reminds me of like it was more of like a happier year just with that song and then but um I'd say if I were to put a label on 2023, one of the songs that I like would say is the best for me is the song F You Mean by Gunna. Okay, that that's a good one to put for 2023. It's just like it it, it just it feels like a bit more of a 2023 downer, vibes. It's it's a more of a downer. I just it just um 2023 is a great year for me and like football. I was able to like progress a lot and it just symbolizes like it the beat i really like it like it's tough it makes me feel Dude, tough. the background is great like the yeah 
I, I don't know yeah. why, but I love that. Yeah. It just like hits. Oh, yeah. Every time it hits, it's sick. And then like, I I really I don't get behind like the lyrics that like what it's saying and all that, but like the way it sounds, it's just I can get like I can get behind that. It reminds me of a good like makes me feel like I him like kind of you know when I'm listening. Yeah, to that I know song. exactly what you mean. And Everybody then, needs um, one of those songs, I think. Yeah, it's just like a little hype song for like me. All right, you had a bit of a controversial topic you wanted to get into. Okay, so yes, one thing that I first thought of when I was like hearing your podcast, I was like, okay, obviously, um, he likes just talking about music, but like the artists that are involved, I wanted to kind of talk about that. Two of the biggest artists in the entire industry of music right now in America, at least as an American, I can say that they're really big right now. Kanye West and Taylor Swift. Yep. Those are definitely two big artists. Yeah. Interesting you bring those two up, you know. Um, I know you uh, talked about Taylor Swift in the past and a couple of other episodes and you, I obviously think she makes great music too like you like her music right um so I can only speak for uh the the albums I've listened to all the way the only one I've listened to all the way is Midnight um look I think Taylor's really hit or miss like for yes. me at least like she's consistently puts out music it's consistently popular but for me her songs are really hit or miss yes yeah, so one thing about Taylor Swift, we'll talk about her first, I guess. And one thing about her that, like, um, she, um, I don't really, like, go through her albums and pick out, like, uh, like start from the top, go to the bottom, and be like, oh, yeah, those are some Taylor Swift songs. I know Taylor Swift songs from the radio, the ones that go popular, go in the top yep. 40. Same. And those are the only ones that I can even name. Like, some other songs that even are popular to, like, Swifties, like, I've never heard of them. And I think I think that she gets a lot of hate and a lot of extra hate and a lot of extra love. Uh, oh, that's, I would that's, that's, that's my own you. opinion. You know, I think that's, I think that's really even-handed that you acknowledge that there's extra hate and extra love. Like, instead of just saying, like, she's overrated, she's overhated, too. Yes, like Instagram, I, I can tell Instagram hates her, hates um, all the comments I see about her are just like pure hate. And like they love Kanye, which is really like weird to me because if Taylor was like terrible, she wouldn't be anywhere on any of these like uh, radios anywhere. Obviously, people like her. I don't think Swifties are people who listen to her and like her. I think Swifties are people that like all of her stuff. And there's Yeah, 100% I agree with that. And, um, and, you know, one thing I think was so interesting this year is you saw Cruel Summer, like, at the top of, like, so many charts. Like, Cruel Summer was at the top for months. And when I started seeing all the charts, I was like, oh, it's just because it's, like, the summertime. Yeah. But then it, like, like stayed I on the charts, like, into November. I was like, what's going on? This yeah. was a song that was released in, like, 2018. It's, like, Five years old, and it's it's great. I still listen to it. It's on my playlist. I actually, I actually like that song. I used to think Taylor Swift songs were cringe, and I'd never listened to some them. of them. Like, are though, 
Yeah, some of them are, but like I didn't know some of the cringe ones, but like I did know some good ones. Like a good hype one that I always hear is twenty two. Like, that one is gets, hype. I hear that lots of places, like not on the radio, but like at um dances. Yeah, they play the that parties. on the dances a lot. It's great. Um, but like songs other than that I never like listen to at all, like out of choice. I always um listen to Kanye West music like constantly i can go through almost all these albums um name each song rank them and i just i never did that with taylor swift until like i heard about the kanye and taylor beef do you know do you know about the beef and like how it all started so i I know like the basics so uh, you know i think we should actually so before i go into like the basics i think we should plan in the future i'll bring you on on the Kanye side, and then I'll bring another guest on on the Taylor side, and we'll just have, like, a discussion. I think that might be a really good episode. That would be a great episode, but I know I'm going to get owned. (laughs) Okay, well, I I know the, like, that Taylor got, like, the Grammy or the VMA or something, and then Kanye got up on stage, took it from her, and was like, yeah, but Beyonce did better. Like, I understand that. And then, like, Taylor... She she wrote a song about Kanye, right? Wasn't it like you need to calm down or something? Yes, and there was like a couple like snide remarks at him. Yeah, but um, there wasn't really like anything crazy from Taylor though. Um, but I don't I don't want to get into like the beef too much, like why they're beefing with each other. But I just want to share a hot take that I've had that I've always wanted to share. Like I share with people with the Kanye and Taylor Swift stuff because personally, I think they're both great musicians. I personally, as like my own like ears my own ears prefer kanye west's music just because yeah. I'm, i just like like that type of music more and i'll get behind that but taylor swift is also great i like some of her music but i think at some point in that beef there was some of it was planned and like oh really both got okay. popular off of it this might no there might did. be some That's random true. proof anywhere that like i haven't seen that proves that it's not fake and it's real but Hot take off of the stuff I know. At some point in the storyline of them beefing with each other, they knew they were doing it for publicity. Oh, one hundred percent. That's here's the thing. When you, I think of both of them, I think they're both geniuses, and she for sure would do stuff like that for publicity. And like, like she's not just like a genius, like with the music. Like on the business side, like I don't know if you knew this, but every time uh, you purchase like a piece of her merch, she she'll like include her latest song with the purchase. So you'll get like an electronic copy of whatever her like big hit at the moment is. And so yeah. what happens when she does that is, so that counts as a record sale. It boosts her song's numbers. And then it also means all of the money that she makes off of the merch counts for how much money her song made. That's actually crazy. Um, do you know that from personal experience by chance? <laughs> wait, wait, like if I, have I bought something? No, were, were you the no, one that I bought it? On, <laughs> no, I heard it on another <laughs> podcast, the Reminiscent Podcast. All right, just just making sure. <laughs> yeah, I found no. that when I bought my Aerotory tickets. Yo. <laughs> Dude, um, I I like I like Kanye. He's he just needs to like like we said earlier. He needs to speak in song. Like he's so he's just so yeah. genius. I I feel like his music. You almost though, wish he would just be a producer, honestly. Yeah, and then he can rap too. But like he's producing his he his I I'd say he's one of the best producers in music. Oh, one hundred percent. Also, there's lots of other great producers that are comparable to him. But he's personally my favorite artist of all time, just in case you didn't know. 
Like I'm definitely biased. I prefer his music over lots of other people's music. And I just, I just feel like he has a lot more meaning behind his lyrics and his songs than Taylor Swift. 100%. Another great thing Taylor Swift has is she's able to make a hit that people will consistently like he'll um, listen to and they'll be able to like, there's great hooks in there. Not saying that Kanye is bad at that or like that Taylor's bad at. Oh, he's great at hooks though. Yeah. He's like great with the samples too. Dude, I think he's one of the best samplers. Oh, he might be the best. Him and Daft Punk, I think, are some of the greatest samplers. So one thing I'd like to circle back to is how you said that he's like more relatable, but I think maybe like if you're a girl, maybe Taylor Swift might be more like might be more relatable relatable to them, you know? Yeah, and I, I find myself kind of relating myself to some of Kanye's songs, but not completely. Dude, Ghost Town was like my sophomore year song to yes. like relate so, to. I wanted to say um, next is that some Kanye songs, uh, unlike Taylor Swift songs, they take a little while to get used to. Like, they, you yeah, they, they're them. not always catchy on the first time. Yeah. Yes. Shout out my uh, my homie Alfonso. I know he's gonna listen to this. He showed me Ghost Town. I don't know he, if he's going to listen to this. He might be beefing way. with me or something. Because <laughs> no, I didn't so, have him on so soon. <laughs> he's going to listen to it, I promise. And then, so he showed me Ghost Town by Kanye. I, I We're listening to it in class, like with AirPods in. And I was like, okay, this is, it's all right. Like, I I was like struggling. The end like, takes some getting used to. to it. No, it, I, didn't, I think I didn't even get to that. No, I made it to the end. And I was just listening to it. And I was like, okay. It's, a, it's all right. It's Kanye, so I'm going to like it, I guess. But, like, I don't know how I didn't know about this sooner. Like, I, I've heard it, like, clips of it, but I just didn't. And then I listened to it, like, a couple weeks later. It was on my playlist still. And I was, like, in my feels a little, but not, like, not, like in my feels, in my feels. I was just, like, sitting there, and I was listening to it, and it hit hard. Like, just the – No, it hit so hard, especially for, like – for me, for, like, sophomore year, that was, like – like my sophomore year narrated almost like you know yeah oh my gosh yeah but so it it just hit so deep and i was like understanding the meaning just like crazy stuff like relating it to my own life like lots of stuff was happening when i listened to it and i was like dang this is a great song to just like listen to and just like understand like feel known you know yeah dude i wonder is another one that like oh my gosh that's a good hype up song too, but it, like I, I feel like it's so much more than that. I feel like it can be, but I overplayed that song way too much when I first oh, started you listening to Kanye. But yeah. it's I listen to it every once in a while still. Like it when I'm listening to it in my feels as well. Like it's easy to like really easy to like. I just thing, think like, it's you can of... you can either be in your feels or you can be like I'm back on my grind. Like you like there's there's options with that song. Yeah, like. Um, even just listening to music in the background of like anything, I wonder is a great one. And that sample is so good, dude. That sample is so good. And then like the synth part, oh my gosh, perfect. Yes. And um, so probably um, do you have a favorite Kanye song by chance? Is it Ghost Town? It's either Ghost Town or I Wonder. Like it's kind of basic to have it be I Wonder, but yeah, um, I I don't think it's too basic because it's a great song. And I I think there's other songs that are played way more. Like, Dude, like, uh, lift yourself up. Yeah, and like songs like Stronger and like what else? Yeah. Gold Digger is pretty. Gold Digger. Um, my favorite song, which is 
uh, I guess it, it could be considered like um, well known. It's Runaway. Have you heard it? Yeah, that I would say that one's well known. I think that one. I think most Kanye fans have that one as their favorite. But like, I feel yeah. like if you're not a big Kanye fan, then you're not as familiar with it. Yeah, I feel like it's so, well known, like within like just the fans though. I don't feel like every like everybody knows it. Every person knows Runaway. Yeah. I, I know it, lots of people like it, and I was like, okay, I guess I'll listen to it, and I'll, like, put it on my playlist just because, you know, people say it's good. And then I forgot about it, just like Ghost Town comes on my playlist, it hits hard. Like, oh, my gosh, the the music about it. It's like – and then the lyrics that go with it, it's just perfect. And do you know the ending of the song? Runaway? Yeah. Man, like not mumbles. off the top of my head right now. It's like – it's you can't understand Kanye at all, and it's it goes on for like three minutes, and it's him just like with like a synthesizer over him, over his voice. Dude, I kind of like when he mumbles, if I'm being honest. Yeah, like in that's Time, probably why I could, that's stuff. probably why I couldn't think of it because I can't think of what he's saying. Yeah, he it, it you can't understand anything he says. I I think it's um he did it on purpose, like he definitely oh, yeah. did it on purpose. And there's a reason for it. Um, there could be lots of different reasons for it, but uh, he's probably of... saying something that would get him Seriously. canceled. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> being completely honest, yeah. But it, um, have you seen um, his special version of it? He did for Kim Kardashian. No, I haven't seen. For uh, it, it was a concert, um, or I think it was a concert. Might have been something where he was on. It was he was on a stage, and he started like uh, freestyling like lyrics for her and it was different i think the beat changed a little too and it's funny because i saw this um like you can see like the audience and drake was there in the audience and he was crying that's so drake i know every comment i saw was drake's the type of guy to cry while kanye is singing about his ex (laughs) it was hilarious All right. Any, anything else you want to touch on before we end the show? Um, really got nothing. But um, I'm definitely interested in that um, Kanye versus Taylor Swift. I feel like there's lots of things that can be said about it, and I just think some of it's uh, actual beef. I believe it started with just it started with something so basic that wasn't even too big of a thing. You took it in the wrong way and stuff like that, and it's gone on. And there's so much hate that both people have received, so much love that both have received, that I just think you know it's got to be planned. I think in artist versus artist, I think it's a bit of a toss-up. But like, if we're talking about like what actually started the beef, I'm definitely on Swift's side because like it's kind of oh, mess yeah. to just like go up there and like that. It's just mess. Yeah, but um, so what's crazy about it is he sent out like a, a he talked to her in, in person and gave her a personal apology. And oh, yeah, I did hear about like this, that. There's like this weird phase where they were like, she posted a, no, they had a picture of them. Yeah, like they were like buddies for a little and bit. And they were like arm around each other at like another award show or something. And they there was like a good grace period. And then Taylor was the one that initiated it next with adding yep. the lyrics. And I just think, oh, that, this is like a part where I think some of it might have been. Oh, definitely. And that's definitely on her that she knew she could make money off of it. That part's definitely on her. Yeah, I I definitely. But I mean, it's not like he didn't profit off of it too. Yeah, he they definitely did. Um, I didn't even know about the beef. I I didn't really know that about like Kanye too much until I like, 
I knew that his like biggest thing was that he was like beefing with Taylor, and that he was running for president. That was really the only <laughs> things I knew about Kanye. Dude, have you seen the video where he's like, "Yeah, when I run again in 2024," and then everybody starts laughing, and he's like, "Why are you laughing?" Is he actually running? I don't know, but he got mad when people laughed when he said that, so maybe. Dude, you know, you realize I can't vote at, at the next election. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my. I'm going to have to carefully analyze who I think the best presidential candidate will be. Dude, here's the thing. Even if he's not running, you can still write his name in, but please don't. Yeah, we yeah. We do not need worry. him. <laughs> we don't need him. <laughs> that would know, actually be terrible. You know, if he got elected in 2020, do you know how crazy things would be right now? Oh my gosh, it would be terrible. Oh my gosh. Because uh, that's the thing, talking... that's the worst part about Kanye is, do I like Kanye? No, I don't. But his music is just so deep. His genius. music is goaded. Yeah. Honestly, you know, I... Yeah, we should, we should, uh, I should add like a warning. Like, I do not like Kanye. I like his music though. Yes. Uh, it's funny because I was talking to my dad about it and he he obviously like keeps up because he helps me DJ, keeps up with music. He's like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm playing a Kanye song. And he was like, oh, that dude cannot keep his mouth shut. No. I was, like, I was like, yeah, that's funny. Dude, we had this ongoing thing in Mr. Hill's class where we would like talk about the news and the, we had like an inside joke between us like as students that every week we'd have to come up with something Kanye said that got him in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I wish I was a part of that. And there was something every week. It was great. Until he got, like, canceled for real, and then there was nothing yeah. for a few weeks. Yeah, I, I love uh, Mr. Hill, dude. He used to be a football coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, he stopped to because he couldn't attend his son's games. But, yeah, we had Mr. Hill on the show. It was a great episode. But yes, it was, I, I think it was our shortest episode. I think but... so. Um. And I liked I liked how um, he brought like a generational like thing to the podcast. Yeah, and I was kind of joking when I said I picked him because he was like in the target demographic that I didn't have as many listeners in. But like at the same time, it is true. Like to bring yeah. in that perspective. Yeah, I definitely think that's great because like there's I I think with doing like a music podcast, there's so much music. To, to, oh, I did a. See music class, and I learned all this stuff about like the Baroque period and on and how music evolved. And I just think there's so much like opportunities to talk about music, and it could go on for hours and hours just like on specific stuff. <laughs> I just had a funny thought like, what if I get somebody really, really old on the podcast and we talk about like Beethoven? <laughs> Beethoven, dude, <laughs> I mean, someone from like the 1700s, dude. I, I, if I were up. Uh, on a podcast with someone i'd definitely like dude mozart's like 40th symphony 80s. though mozart's 40th symphony actually goes off it yeah dude I actually, you should sample uh, it i should oh we just bought a bunch of samples for our songs and i don't think we're going to use too many of them but I, we have a bunch of samples coming on and we're going over them we're combining some we're doing some other stuff we're experimenting a lot but we have a bunch of unreleased stuff but what I was saying is classical music, dude, what is your opinion on it? I actually uh, – here's the thing. I really like catchy music. Here's the thing. If there's a good melody on – like, for example, I love Claire de Lune. Claire de Lune is, like, one of my favorite songs. It's got a good melody. Like I said, Mozart's 40th Symphony, good melody. If it doesn't have a good melody, if it's just, like, I'm just going to do arpeggios and stuff, I'm going to play, like, yeah. G, C, 
and eat and that's all I'm going to play. I don't, I don't like that. I'm like, it's boring. It's not interesting. Like, you know, like you were saying how like with some Kanye songs, they're not like good the first time you listen to them. Yeah. Every time you listen to a classical song, it's, it's technically good from the very first time, even if you're not a fan of it. Yes. I think that's what classical music was lacking um, at certain points. And I think there are some classical music that people think of as classical music, like uh, when you think of classical music, you obviously think of Beethoven, Mozart, rock. People don't know there's more classical music out there. And there's a yeah, reason. For real. There's kind of a reason behind it. It's not too, like, different. There's not too many things you can do with classical stuff, like, that won't have it sounding the same as, like, a part of another song. But um, yeah. I like classical music. At least I like the popular ones that you can, like, search on Spotify, classical music. There's, like, a whole playlist on there. I'd listen to that just to – if I was in a classical mood and I wouldn't hate on it. I'm like some people, I feel like I just so listen to Claire de Lune probably on repeat, honestly. Yeah. That's a great song. Um, and um, so I, in that class, I learned about a bunch of different stuff. I made a tier list as my final project for the class. That's so funny. It's That's funny because so yeah, it's, um, it's ran by the same, teacher that teaches band so he's a lot late he's really laid back and he let me do a tier list of all like genres from the broke period on to like today like where it's like bedroom hip-hop where you can like make simple songs that in your own bedroom yeah and i put i everything was going good i obviously made it a little biased to like the teacher's music because i (laughs) wanted him to give me a good grade so i put classical up at the top i put like jazz and a bunch of other stuff at the top and then i put like rap super low because i know teachers don't like rap and I, it was <laughs> really fun i think that that's like a quote like teachers don't like rap put that on like a rap. t-shirt you I should you should that should be the chorus of one of your songs teachers don't rap yeah oh <laughs> yeah um so and then everything was going great and then i i just like do you like country music? Ooh, okay. I like uh, country music up to like up to like the year two thousand. Like nineties country music is good. Yes, Everything like before that. that is good. And then I look at country music today, and I'm like, nah. I yes, I I completely agree with that. And so what I was saying is, I um, I was showing him that as music went on, the it get getting a lot a lot more complex. And like there's more instruments being used, more rhythms until country music hit. And I was like, this is where music <laughs> took a step down. And well, I mean, that's true simple. when you think about it. It's just a guy and his guitar. That's all it is. Yes. And that's all it took for well, folk some... music's kind of like that too. Yeah. But I, there's some complex, there's actually some complex folk music. There's lots of different types of folk music. There's what's it called? I forget the name of There's like a completely different genre of folk music where it's like a lot more complex. Bluegrass? Yes, bluegrass. And it's like, yeah, I, I want to say Irish. Oh wait, okay, bluegrass is American. Um, it's Irish. Uh, oh, I can't remember, but it, it's like bluegrass. I remember bluegrass being one of them though, and it's just like a little more complex, a little more instruments. But yeah, so it's funny because I said everything was going up until then, until country music, and boom, everything changed, and it was back that's, to being simple. That's again. actually true though. And I, I personally don't like country music i've never had a moment in my life where i've been like let's listen to some country music like it's okay, just i've not got i've got two country person. songs i've got two country songs if you don't like country um 
I would listen to uh, Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. That's one. And then <laughs> the other one is Whiskey River by Willie Nelson. Actually, I'd probably recommend that one, number one. Whiskey River okay. is a really good song. Yeah, but so the um, country. Yeah, those two. Country is, I don't like country music, like certain, like not like I don't like certain songs. I just personally, I just don't like the, it's not just my type of music. And um, obviously, like when I hear someone playing a guitar in real life and like singing a country song, like acapella and then just the guitar. I think that's I like that type of music. It's just like it depends on like you think it's like you, not produced as good. Yeah, I don't think country music should be on the radio. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Because like country you were just talking about, like all the samples and stuff, all of the interesting background parts, it's just gone in that genre. Yeah, and I just I just don't like the blankness. It's just, it just feels blank. There's the lyrics on country music. I think it, that might be top tier. Yeah, you can well, tell a story it used to be like well. nowadays. It's kind of not top tier. Nowadays, it used to be yeah, really top tier. I really can't think of any new country songs that I've actually heard of. Uh, there's like Morgan Wallen had like he had a really big year. Like last night by Morgan Wallen and Fast Car by Luke Combs were like on the top of top forty a lot. Oh year. yeah, last night I I know that one. I like that one just because it's was stuck in my head, and that's the one that goes like. Last night, da, 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 da. like that one right yeah yeah so it's funny i actually like that song because we were recording once and then our friend lynn popped in and he was no, like, lynn. guys listen it's last night sung by mater from cars and it was, just, <laughs> it was so, so funny fun. it was so out of pocket, that's such like, a lynn thing and like he completely distracted us and it was like so funny we were laughing and he just kept showing us mater ai covers it was just ugh. Okay, we've been going for quite a while now. Anything anything else on your mind? Oh no. Um I, I'm I'm out of ideas. Actually I'm not okay. like out of ideas, but like, you know. Okay, well I think this is a good place to stop. I think we've covered a lot. And uh we gotta have you back on for that Kanye episode. Yes, sir. I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so uh, you want to plug your music real quick before we end? Yes, you should listen to Rose Exclamation Point on Spotify. We have two songs out, One Dollar McDonald's Iced Tea and Feelings. I'm on both of them. Um, we have an Instagram account. Uh, shout out at Rose.Exclamation Point. Um, we have constant like reels going up that are funny. I, I, I find them enjoying and yeah, hopefully more music coming soon. I think we have an album coming out within the next two months. Bunch of songs that might come out as singles too. Watch out for Get Jiggy with it. Ooh, that sounds like a good one. Yes, it, it gives me, um, what's it called? Teach Me How to Dougie vibes. <laughs> All right. Well, I will link both King Kai and Rose in the show notes. And with that, thanks for coming on the show. And... Oh, wait, actually, before I end the show, ah, this is, I almost forgot this. So I'm going to have a bonus episode coming out next Wednesday where I talk about my move to Hawaii. And if you guys have any questions for me to answer in that episode, I'll be doing a Q&A section. I'll leave a Q&A in the interact section on Spotify. And if you know me personally, you can send me any Q&As 
uh, it would actually be preferable if you know me personally, if you have a question, if you could send me a voice memo so I can actually put it in the podcast, that would be great. Other than that, thank you, Kai, for coming on the show. It's been great. And I will see you all next week. Pretty fast, bear. Har, 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 har. Oh, you can probably still hear me. Oops. <laughs>